0: pretties. It's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And a really sweet guy with a deep voice to give you a... Uh, Oh yes, just a
1: quick warning. Yes, the Chrissy and Heather Show contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and nonsense. If you're averse to any of these ingredients, the Chrissy and Heather Show may not be for
0: you. So talk to your doctor and all your friends about this program. Let's get into it. I've got in my grab bag something that we have talked around a little bit, but um, we've never really gotten into it. And I'm curious to know what your experiences have been about when you have a friendship fallout. Ooh, this is a good one. Yeah, Heather.
1: this is a good one.
0: You know, as parents, we spend time coaching our kids on navigating different friendships, Mm -hmm. you know, what to do when they have that first, um, you know, time when they've been betrayed or the first time that they've um, been left out of a, of a group. And, um, you know, we are, we try to do our best to protect them while also, you know, emboldening them to, you know, to stand up for themselves and be compassionate at the same time that they're being defensive. Um, But when we are adults, Right. We somehow lose some of that. Either we feel like, okay, we're adults now. We should know how, how to do this. Or we just, our, perceptive, our perception shifts and, and we just see friendships differently. So the reason why this is on my mind is I have, over the past few months, just been noticing different scenarios when you have a friendship fallout. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, I'm curious about your take on these. The first one is, you are you and your partner are friends with another couple, mm-hmm. and they break up.
1: Yeah, um, I am actually the couple that breaks up. So oh. yeah, um, <laughs> so yeah, that's fun. I love that one. And as you actually brought this topic up, I started thinking about since I am the the dating part of this uh, podcast relationship here, that's fun, too. And mm-hmm. we live in a town that is kind of like a giant high school. <laughs> a lot like a giant high school. And so that is um, super special, too, navigating those fallouts. You know, it's not only like just a friendship fallout. There's also the relationship fallout. And um, that's pretty special. Yeah. It's pretty great to get to. Run into people constantly who either you've yeah. gone out with, or mm-hmm. they went out with your
0: friend, yeah, and mm-hmm. you know, or in the case that that I've been thinking about, um, some friends. There was a big group of people who were all friends, right, and some of them were dating or married to each other, mm-hmm. and then one couple broke up, right. And then there's this, there's this like silent battle over whose friend mm-hmm. are we are you my friend or are you his friend or yes. you yeah. know like where does your loyalty lie right and i have plenty
1: of experience with this we have many many avenues we can go down with this um first i'll go with a friend group that um is really interesting to watch how it has evolved like this friend group i kind of for all intents and purposes left them to my ex-husband. Like he, he got you them in the divorce. Them. Yeah. He got he got them in the divorce. Uh, I actually asked one of the males in this group like will you please keep him? Like well like and this group kind of like I was friends with everyone in the group, but I would say that I probably felt like better friends with the men in the group. And so when the split happened, suddenly I'm not suddenly i'm I'm dangerous like i'm I'm threatening, do you know what I mean mm-hmm. like and I don't think any of the women were necessarily threatened directly, but it just changes the dynamic where now suddenly you're a single girl in the group hanging out mostly with the husbands, you know what i mean and and that wasn't it it just wasn't gonna work do you That's know it's interesting I mean? yeah, it yeah. does
0: when you put it that way, it does change your role yeah or how others might see you in the group
1: yeah so I kind of I guess gave that group up um my bond with some of the women in that group was perhaps a little bit unhealthy like it, I, I sometimes felt more that they were friends with me to have the gossip and the whatnot than to have my friendship mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. and my bond with the guys in the group was more of a real friendship like you know playful and whatever but it wasn't safe i guess to Mm -hmm. maintain that with a group of married men you know what i mean right um so i just kind of let that group go Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and I feel good about it like I feel like it was the right thing to do and nobody is nasty to each other everybody's pleasant and it's nice and when I see them around I say hello and everything but there's like that connection of of what it once was is different and it's fun to watch that group because what ended up happening in that group a lot of people in that friend group got divorced mm. I think there's only one couple out of an initial five or six couples that are actually still together in this group And what happened, what ended up happening is all the men in the group stayed the same. And it's been a total, complete female changeover in the group. Interesting. So none of the women were strong enough friends individually. To maintain that group, you know, but the men apparently were and Mm -hmm. the men, you know, there was some fallout for a time. There was a cycle through where, you know, like while one guy was single, he wasn't really in and like, but now that they're all like remarried or with someone new, they've come back together as a group that the five or six men are the same, but all of the women are different.
0: That's interesting. Mm hmm. It's like a like I like if you had like a TV sitcom or something, right? Like half the half the the cast has changed. Yeah, Uh they've got new new actors to play the the girls and the wives Mm -hmm. and the girlfriends. When my husband and I were first married, um, thinking back, most of our friends were other couples, but then kind of the same thing happened. People were getting divorced or. Um, You know how sometimes you click with one and not really with the other. Mm -hmm. That's tricky. And now, you know, 22 years later, we have an interesting collection of friends because we've got we still have some couple friends. And then I have my running friends and, and different groups of friends and he has different groups of friends and I like his friends and he likes my friends, but if we had them all in the same room, I think it would be an awkward party. I don't know how people would, how people would get along. Well, we,
1: we develop relationships, you know, based on different like foundations, like you have your running friends and whatever, and they may not click with his work friends or, and, and I think that, yeah, that happens. And I mean, since becoming a single person, I've built a network of friends who, are largely female you know like and i've never was really a person who had a lot of female friendships like it yeah me either yeah and like i had mostly male friendships but Mm -hmm. the thing with male friendships now is like they tend to want to date me (laughs) you know and i have a hard time being like no can we just like be I like, really just want to be friends. I just, actually I want a friend. Yeah. Like but it that's not always a thing, you know? So I don't know. It it really is. Like now I have a lot of female friendships and even within my female friendship groups, they don't always blend together. Right. You know, they don't always, you know, like there's a group of women who are moms and mm-hmm. then there's the group of single moms. And then there's, you know, like I'm a collector of human beings. i you know, like, then there's you and we don't really know anybody else, but I really like you. And so we go out and then I introduce you to other female friends that I have. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then somebody couples up and it's really fun to watch one of your friends who's been single and suddenly she's in a new relationship and you're like, Oh, you picked him. That's what you were <laughs> this is what you were looking for and then you have to renavigate that dynamic of okay, so now when we go out, do we go out with him too or do we you know what I mean? And it, it is, relationships are special. when people get into a pairing and then there's also you or your new pairing or whatever like figuring out how those all fit together and who likes who and how it works is yeah, great
0: topic today, girl. <laughs> Well, you know, it's, it's um, fun to observe. Have you ever found that you've kind of like been a matchmaker for friends, like not romantically, but you've gotten people together as friends and then you kind of like back away. And so you've taken these two people who didn't know each other and introduced to them and they've become such great friends that they don't even really hang out with you anymore. Right.
1: And I think like, So one of my friends introduced me to another girl and this girl and I just really hit it off and I'm still friends with friend a Mm -hmm. and now I'm friends with friend B, but the three of us don't all do things together. I just do things like we have our own relationship. Yeah. She just, she just brought us together and I love that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's cool and I think that that speaks volumes about friend a and we've actually had a conversation about it some people get real territorial about their friends. Like, well, she's only your friend through me. Right. And I'm not like that. And that friend a is not like that either. She's very much like, no, I just, you know, you guys met each other. You you know, like why would I be offended that you like each other? Of course you like each other. you both like me. You know what I mean? And it, but, but it is, it it grows into a, into a different thing.
0: Well, you mentioned about our town being like a big high school and, um, you know, that makes me think about the life cycle of friendships. Yes. Sometimes you know, we all have friends that we've had for our entire lives. Like there's mm-hmm. somebody that we've known since we were a kid. And we especially with social media now, it's so much easier to stay in touch with people mm-hmm. that you know, we've stayed in touch Ooh. and they would be what we consider to be a lifelong friend. Right. And then other friendships are much more seasonal. Yeah. You know, they people come into your life and then they leave and some of those people we mourn and some of those people, we try to hang on to them longer than they're supposed to be with right. us. And so I, I, it's I interesting mean, to observe don't you the see marriages cycle. like that where yes. they're hanging
1: on and you're like,
0: you guys it really, it, this it is ran over. its course.
1: You probably been five years out. You know that you, you guys should be done. You know, Do you ever time. see
0: somebody who you used to be really good friends with and you see them and it's like, you've gotten, you've fallen out of touch And you still really like them, and you care for them, and you wish the best, and I hope they're happy, and and it's nice to see them, but you don't feel like, yeah, I want to hang out again.
1: Yeah, actually, um, a few weeks ago, I went to an event and ran into a friend that, I mean, I really super like, you know, like, super great, and we had an excellent time catching up, and it was fantastic, you know, probably spent an hour or so, just catching up, you know. Have you been over the last couple of years? Great, you know, good to see you. And then I saw that friend at another event like a week later. And I was like, I don't want to like be back in the circle or anything. Mm. Like, you know, that that was enough. I was just saying hi. Like, it was a great catch up. And like, I'm glad you're doing well and everything, but I'm not,
0: uh, we're still done. Right. (laughs) Like, yeah. Well, there's a lot of stuff on social media about your tribe. Yeah. You know, tribe. you have to have a tribe or your village or mm-hmm. your whatever. And I have been part of several tribes. Mm-hmm. I've been in groups where people have said that we are a tribe. I've been to I've been referred to as part of somebody's tribe. Mm-hmm. I have definitely felt like other people were part of my tribe. Mm hmm. But then I also know that there are some people who wonder, where's my tribe? Like, I'm a really good person. Why don't I have friends like that?
1: You know, what's funny is just yesterday, I was walking with my daughter and there was a big group of girls outside that she didn't know. And she was talking about how hard it was to approach that group because they all know each other already and you know and she doesn't know them and we got to talking about the moms at my kid's school and i said you know what you came into school in the middle of kindergarten year and everybody else had been there since the beginning of kindergarten year and i assumed that they were a mom tribe that i was not part of you know mm-hmm. and and part of it was me being like They all already know each other, you know, and I'm not shy. I'm not anything like I spoke to them, but I didn't try to foster friendship really, you know, and she's in sixth grade now. So we're seven years down the road and I finally am looking at these women and going, oh, we're all just kind of school acquaintance moms. Like, it's not like you are this tight knit group of, you know, whatever. And like we all just are what we are and you can form friendships within that. And that's great, but it's not like a group of 10 mothers who are all together all the time doing all the things. And then, you know, the other six of us who are not, or something. It's, it's not like that, but it felt
0: like that when you come into a situation blind, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And it's easy to make it look like, Oh, they have this bond and I'm not Mm -hmm. There's a force field around them and I can't get in. Right. But maybe everybody felt that way. Right. Exactly. It's
1: funny. A friend of mine
0: last week, we were talking about a mutual acquaintance
1: that we have. And I'm like, I think that she's such an awesome woman. I know you guys are really close. And my friend said, I actually just, I thought, you know, you see these beautiful, shiny photos, and I thought that they were super good friends. And then both of them were like, no, we know each other, we like each other, but it, you know, like, so you can get a different perception. People probably think that we, like, spend every moment together, like, (laughs) and, you know, like, like, because we are known together now for this, you know?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I noted that I have different categories of friends and who I, who I consider to be, like. My tribe, if I use air quotes and say my tribe would be like the the friend who will take my kid to school on a day when I've got to travel and my husband's got to travel and somebody needs to bring the kids to school Mm -hmm. like my friends who I can bring my child to you at 730 in the morning and you Mm -hmm. can bring him to school. Right. That's my tribe. But then I also have other friends who I would not ask to do that. But I, but I would definitely sit in their living room and, and, you know, talk about whatever, mm-hmm. you know, all, all day long and, and, and really feel safe and vulnerable with them. You mm-hmm. know, I just feel like there's different friendships at different times of our lives that serve different purposes. Yeah.
1: I, uh, used to have a close friend and we would have a lot of talks about this, uh, everybody's in their own backyard thing, this fences, good fences make good neighbors (laughs) thing, you know, and kind of what happens now is we sit on our own back porch inside of our fence with the people that we live with and we ask those people to be everything for us. We ask those people to fulfill a whole host of roles, you know, for us um, that, maybe one person can't be all those things and maybe that's why we all want to get divorced and we all want to whatever because we ask this one person to fulfill all of our needs whereas when we were a more tribal society or when we were a more communal experience in you know raising our kids and doing our things you had you know that friend that you went out and hunted with and you had that friend that you cooked with and you had you know the people that you did you know the child rearing with and you had different people to fulfill different parts of you know your relationship needs and now we're just like hey you it's a lot of pressure you, for yeah. one person you put a ring on my finger and now i need you to just do everything please right. can you just be everything yeah. you know because we aren't necessarily great at reaching out to new adults for Those other parts of the relationship, though, that's a really good point, because
0: I I can think of at least two or three couples that I've seen break down because of of that exact thing that they once they found each other, they just kind of isolated themselves from their other friends. You're right. They did expect the other person to be everything they needed. And Mm -hmm. that's just an unreasonable expectation to put on one person. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's another another take on the friendship fallout. What happens when your kids are friends? So you've got your, fr- your kid's friend, his parents, you've become friends with mm-hmm. now. And it's great because you all hang out together and the kids hang out together and the parents hang out together and everybody's happy. But then the kids have a fight. Right. And... Let's just say hypothetically because, of course, our children would never do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. It's the other kid. Of course. The the other other kid kid. was being a jerk to your kid. Right. What does that do to your friendship? So tricky. I think
1: it tests your abilities to be an adult (laughs) and have a rational conversation. And I think it tests... What kind of friendship that is too, you know, like, can you go to this person and can you say, Hey, look, man, we gotta, we gotta navigate through these kids. We gotta, you know, we gotta make this work. Your kid was not very nice. Uh, I had a situation just a couple of weeks ago where my kids said, well, we really like these other kids, you know, the, my friend, two kids, well, we really like one of them, but the other one is kind of mean to us. Mm. And I said, well, how am I going to, you know what I mean? So we can. so I just made a very casual comment, just like a, hey, just so you know, my kids said they really like to hang out with this one, but that the other one can be mean sometimes. And the parent was like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, you know, so just kind of put it in your court. you know. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do about your mean ass little kid, but, <laughs> but, you know, and I just kind of put it out that way. You know, I've also had situations where the parents have the fallout mm-hmm. and that like, I think the worst I have ever felt as a parent was when I took away pretty much my son's very best friend because I had a fallout with the parents. Yeah. And, like, th- they are still friendly at school, but they don't do things outside school together anymore. And that hurt me intensely, you know, to to know that I got in the way, you know, because of my situation mm-hmm. that couldn't be managed. I changed a friendship for you, you know, and, I, and I, I took something away from you. And that's a really hard thing as a parent to face, I think.
0: That would be me because... Well, for obvious reasons, you know, you don't want to dictate who your kids can be friends with, but then you kind of also feel like, well, yeah, I can dictate who you can be friends right.
1: with. I remember like going to the school and like trying to, you know, who's, who, you know, teachers end of the year are like. So we should recommend that these kids stay in class together, you know, they're, they're friends, whatever. And, you know, you guys are, you guys are all good friends. Why don't you guys arrange some play dates, whatever. And like having to like say to the teacher, we're actually not close anymore. We're, we're not, you know, we're not friends anymore. Like the, the, Boys can still totally be in class. That's fine, you know, but it's not going to be like a summer play date relationship situation, you know, like and like and teachers are just kind of like, oh, okay, you know, because they're not going to pry, you know, but, you know, yeah, there was a fallout and don't worry about it. But they're totally
0: going to go and try to find out. what happened. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Because we live in
0: the big high school, you know, have you ever this is (laughs) this is a bad question. (laughs) Have you ever disliked one of your kids friends? Hmm.
1: I won't say totally dislike, but there are some. There are some people that I wish my daughter was closer with. Mm, yeah. Like there are some that I'm like, no, you want them. Those little girls. That's who I want to pick. You know? Right. Can I pick your friends for you, please? And can it be them? Oh yeah, for sure. You know? And the little girls that you are friends with are lovely and all, but you know they got they some some cattiness and some things that maybe perhaps I don't, you know, care for as personality traits myself. And so I don't like, I, it's more of a mom protectiveness thing. Yeah. Like these girls can turn on a dime. These girls might pick on you. These girls are not always best interest at heart girls. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, like if I got to choose for you, I'd set you at this table. Right. And I'd move you out of that table.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I for sure have been, um, wishing that I could plant my kids in a friend group that I think is going to be mm-hmm. a good influence on them or yeah. that they could learn from or they could be inspired by or challenged by. Um, and yeah, there've definitely been a few kids who have come through the ranks um, of, of friendship that I haven't. I've been I've been OK when they moved on. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but um, it's That's a, a very one. nice way to say it. I like <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. OK, here's one more question about friendship. Let's say, hypothetically, you've got a friend who's getting divorced. I'm and, sure I do. Yes, we all do. <laughs> and um, and you're, you're friends with both of the people in the relationship. Yeah. And she feels like you've got to pick a team. Of course. Like yeah. you're on my team or you're on his team. Mm-hmm. But she assumes you are on her team. Yeah. But you're kind of on his team. See, the thing is,
1: this is this is such a woman thing. Mm-hmm. Do you guys mm-hmm. do this? Support the woman. Support the. You are a woman, and so you pick the woman. You are supposed to pick the woman. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a lot of times, like I said, a lot of my friendships are male friendships. You know, a lot of times, like, no, I'm on, I'm on his team. You know, you're an asshole. I'm sorry. You know, um, you know and that is really tricky. It, it, it,
0: it's really tricky and I don't know. He... It is tricky because I think sometimes it is that that is the kind of like the fork in the road right. of whether your friendship mm-hmm. is going to survive because are you obligated to to stand up for a friend mm-hmm. when you think that they are wrong? Right. Does your friendship mean I am going to stand by you and say yes, you should win, you, you're you right, even when I don't really think so because I'm your friend.
1: Yeah, or, see, I'm not good at that and I don't think you are either. Like, I'm not going to tell you you're right if I don't think you're no. right. No. I'm just not going to. I'm not going to tell you you deserve all of this if I
0: don't think that you do. And if I think you're being unfair, I'm going to tell you that. You and know? I think that is the sign of an adult friendship, of true friendship, when you are able to be friends with somebody even when you... Don't think that they are the right, air quote right mm-hmm. one in the argument, and ha- and be able to to verbalize, you know. Well, you know, this is this is where I this is this is where I feel like you did something that is valid to be frustrated about, mm-hmm. and this is where he did something that is valid to be frustrated about. And, you know, being able to do that. And you can still be friends with with each person. Right. But it's difficult when somebody asks you to choose sides.
1: I have a girlfriend who one day asked me, we were talking about something, I was bitching about something, whatever. And she said, do you need me to be supportive friend who goes, yeah, you're totally right. Or do you want my real opinion right now? I love that. And I'm like, I love that you asked me that. And I'm like, I always want your real opinion. You know what I mean? But... I get it that sometimes do you, do you just want me to step in here and be your rah rah because I can, but you're still wrong.
0: You know, <laughs> I love being given the choice because mm-hmm. sometimes I just want somebody to say, "Yeah, you're right. That was messed up, and mm-hmm. you totally didn't deserve that." Just Validate me. Just validate me. And then other times, I really do like. I really do want to know: Am I wrong? So I have.
1: A, so there's a guy that I'm seeing. And he's friends with a husband. Okay. And then I became friends independently with the wife of this team. Okay. So, but they, the couple were also friends with his ex-wife and Ooh, they, okay. they met through his ex-wife. Okay. So do you get this,
0: this dynamic? The so, couple met through your, the guy who, the you guy I'm seeing's
1: ex-wife. ex-wife introduced him to this couple. Okay. Then I start dating him. And I also become friends with her. But not him. N- not yet. Like okay. I, I, At that point, not yet. So we end up, the guy I'm seeing and me, both independently invited to a party at their house. Oh, okay. That we go to together, which is great and whatever. Um, but the ex-wife is how they met. Okay. And so it ends up, we're, we're in this party and we're in this situation. And the woman says to me, Oh, I, I guess we got him in the divorce. You know what I mean? Like, she's like, because he comes with you now when we're friends and, you know, like, she's a little bit bonkers, you know? So, <laughs> well, I guess we just dropped her, you know? So, I guess we're keeping him in the divorce. How funny, you know? Like, and she's right. I mean, I guess they kept him in the divorce. Now, if I'm not seeing that guy anymore, do I still get to be friends with her? Right. Do I get to keep her? Because I would like to keep Is her keep friendship her. only contingent on your relationship I, with that guy? And I, I don't know yet, I guess, time will tell you know
0: (laughs) so you guys uh let us know go on go on our social media and let us know about um times when you've had to when you've been asked to be on a team or what you've done when your kids aren't friends anymore but you still want to be friends with the parents or when you don't want to be friends with the parents and your kids are still friends and you still have to keep bringing your kid over to their house and you don't like them
1: Yes. Talk to us about your friendships and your relationships. And I would like to hear different gender opinions of, yeah. you know, team boy, team girl. And whatever. yeah, like, yeah, I think that really good one today heather
0: very nice well thank you thank Mm -hmm. you i'm looking forward to hearing what you've got for me next um keep it here keep tuning in we're going to have another episode in just a couple of days and we will hear what chrissy wants to know what what chrissy pulls from the grab bag for me so until then bye bye deep voice guy how'd we do i think you ladies did absolutely fabulous
1: And for those of you looking to increase your dosage, make sure to connect with The Chrissy and Heather Show on Facebook and Instagram.